We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances. That's what Mo Param does on this podcast. Mo is partner and financial advisor with the firm Cloud Vesters. Mo, hello to you. Dave, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You 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 had a little um little accident running on the beach, did you? <laughs> I did, yeah. Last week uh decided to go for a run on the beach and tore my Achilles or at least ruptured my Achilles. Wow. Yeah, it's just a freak accident, you know, thinking I'm still reliving my youth and my <laughs> high high school days playing yeah. football, but yeah, mother nature told father time told me I'm 39 years old and not 29. <laughs> well, and I thought maybe you had stepped in, you know, how people are digging holes on the beach all the time, but it wasn't that, was it? It, you know, it could have been there there were some of those those holes and divots in in on the beach mm-hmm. and I could have possibly but you know i was you know i was going so fast you know dave's going so fast i didn't even realize that's but. it that's it <laughs> you were you were so it was absolutely well 80 miles an hour you, you can do at least oh okay at least right. well, <laughs> well i hope you heal thank you thank you yeah. i really appreciate it um it's humbling but uh, we'll get through it we'll push through it oh i understand i know what you mean um about humbling and reminded of how old you are you know uh, i like what you pulled up today i mean we're going to talk about what to do with your retirement savings and your former employees plan i was going to tell you mo my dad uh got out of world war ii came back from europe at the end of world war ii and got a job with the phone company and oh, okay. he stayed with the phone company same company till he retired in the 80s uh, that doesn't happen anymore. People change jobs in their career. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I mean, the the idea of quote unquote loyalty to a company is 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 archaic now. And yeah. people are, you know, I, I'd probably say over the course of one's career, you're probably looking at at least maybe three or four different um, position changes, company changes throughout the time. Yeah, if not more. If I, not more, yeah, absolutely. I I've. Um, and I like this because what do you do with those 401ks that are out there? I think, you know, we can call them orphan 401ks, I, I think is the term. And, and you, <laughs> you have three strategies here, and we're going to go over the three strategies. What to do with those uh, retirement savings that you have with your former employee's plan. Well, let's start out, Mo, with leaving the funds in the plan. Just leave it where they are. How is that a mistake, and are there any advantages to that? You know, leaving it with your former employer is the, the probably the simplest and the easiest thing to do because there's no thought behind it. You're just going to leave it there and just let it do what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, the so that's the pro, I guess, if you want to call that a pro, is that it's, there's just not much thinking behind it and it's pretty simple and easy. Uh, the con or the drawback is y- you lose all control for the most part. One is since you're no longer an employee there, you can't contribute. You can't you can't fund it anymore. So you're limited as far as that's concerned. 
Second is you are limited with the investment choices that you can choose. So if there's any type of market volatility and you wanted to rebalance or reallocate your holdings, yeah. you're, lim you're limited. Uh, one, it's because it's a 401k, so you're limited to the choices that are within the plan. And two, sometimes they just, because you're no longer an employee, they just limit what your choices are in general. So that's that's a really uh, downside behind it. And another downside is if your employer decides to change custodians and okay. go from, let's call it Fidelity to Charles Schwab, for instance, you have no choice and you have no say in the matter. So all of a sudden your funds are going to just move over to Charles Schwab and like it or like it or love it or like it or hate it. It's it's there. That's, There's nothing you it. can do it there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you don't have any control. I mean, you you don't have any say. It's just no say, no control. It's yeah. just it's 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 an orphan. It's an orphan account right. there that your employer is is basically making those choices for you. So yeah. So the pro is it's easy. You don't have anything to worry about. But the con there there are a lot of cons to just leaving it uh, leaving it stagnant there. Yeah, and and we're gonna look at what you can do if you decide to not leave it there as an orphan four hundred one k. But you you mentioned I understand what you mean about it. Yeah, it is simpler just to leave it there, but it can be simpler. A little bit of work uh, from at the front, but a, simpler to get it all together and and not right. be. I mean, especially if you have to if you change jobs a lot, tracing it down. Where did I work that six months and. 1993 <laughs> and yeah. it becomes a pain for us you know as we're doing planning for our clients and we start asking about their funds and building a customized plan for them then we start to ask you know when we when we start talking about their work history we will say you know well do you have a retirement account here well i think i do have a plan at my old employer, but I have no idea what it's doing. And so now, now we're having to, having to call different institutions, trying to get it all together. So yeah, it becomes almost of a nightmare. It's easy in the front end, becomes, but it becomes a nightmare when we start to uh, build that plan for you. You feel like a private investigator. At, at the In the last podcast, you had an, uh, an oracle. Not an oracle, but uh, uh, what do you call those? A things? monocle. A monocle. And a monocle. Couldn't think of it. You had a monocle. <laughs> Today, you've got a magnifying glass and you're smoking a pipe. Well, the Sherlock Holmes hat trying to find these orphan 401ks. Well, okay, here here are a couple of options. Uh, roll over to an IRA or a new employer's plan. So yes. obviously there are advantages to that. Can you run down or and are there any downsides to that? So the downside, well, uh, let's, see, let's, let's take it one, one at a time. So you can roll it over uh, into an IRA. So what this is, an IRA is an individual individual retirement account. Mm -hmm. So it allows you to transfer or roll over the, that 401k tax-free, there's no tax penalties at all, into an IRA. Now this allows you to contribute to the account as long as we have some form of earned income. And now you can contribute to the account. If you're under 50, you can contribute 6,000. And if you're over 50, you can contribute 7,000 on an annual basis. So yeah, so that's a pro. You're able to contribute, which you couldn't do before. Are you able with uh, that? Because I, I'm, I'm not up on the numbers with that totally. Is the what you can contribute is is pretty comparable to the 401k, or is it exactly comparable the amount? No, no, it's actually that's a, that's a great question. So it's actually less. So less, okay, and yeah, and if in a 401k, the most you can put if you're under 50, it's but it's about nineteen five, uh, nineteen thousand oh, yeah, five hundred. That's right. Yeah, it is way higher. And then on, if you're over 50, you can add another 6,000 to that. So the contribution amounts are vastly different between mm -hmm. the two. 
Um, I guess you could but say at least, yes to that. But you're not contributing at all if it's an orphan 401k. You're not contributing at all. Exactly. So now we're looking at 6,000 versus zero or 7,000 versus zero yeah. in that, in, in, between those two options. Um, but you also have um, the opportunity to d- really do some uh, diversified reallocation and allocation within your account because now it's in an IRA, you are able to contribute and um, invest in basically anything that's under the sun, anything that's that is legally um, available on the exchange that you mm-hmm. can that you can invest in. So it gives you more of an opportunity to to broaden your investment horizon and allocations within the within the uh, 401k now why that you have within the 401k okay i got so while we're on the ira before we go to rolling it to a new employer's plan uh yeah what about roth i mean can you choose roth or traditional in that regard you can so if you if you ha- if you're old um, your orphan account, if that was a Roth 401k that you were that you left, then you can roll that into a new Roth IRA. Uh-huh. Uh, if it was a traditional 401k, it's easy, e- air quotes around the word easy, but it's easier to roll it into a traditional IRA. Okay. Now you can roll it into a Roth if you want, but now you have to be, you, that's really converting it. And that's a Roth conversion. Okay. And you have to pay taxes to, by doing that. Right. So uh, it could be it could be an opportunity, depending on where you where you feel you'll be uh, tax wise, income wise, right now, or where you will be down the road. Uh, but it is a possibility if okay. you wanted to do that. Look, but an extra step, and it's something you want to look at because of the uh, initial tax. Um, exactly. Yeah, I see. Now. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, no I was gonna say, yeah, that the tax consequences are something you really definitely want to make sure you you understand and see if it makes sense before you before you pull the pull the uh, before you start to pull the trigger on the on the Roth conversion. Yeah, and then you can decide later, I guess, right? To do yeah. yeah, okay. All right. What about then? Not the IRA, but you've got at, at your current job. I'm assuming then can you can you roll it to that? Yeah, yeah. So if you have a 401k with your new employer or some type of retirement account uh, with your with your current employer, then you do have an option of rolling it into um, that new plan. This uh, allows you to now you have one account where so you don't have to start searching and having two accounts and kind of. Uh, and keeping track with two separate accounts. Now you have one account and uh, remember the contribution amount. So now you're able to contribute a little more than you could if you just rolled it into an IRA. Mm-hmm. So that's a pro, but one of the downsides, and this is really a downside to any type of employer sponsored plan is you're still limited. You're still limited to the investment options and choices that you can choose from. Okay. Your, your employer will give you a selection of uh, funds to choose from. Now, they do have a responsibility to make sure that these are quote-unquote decent funds, um, but still, you're limited. I mean, I've seen where employers are offering, you know, maybe 20 different options to choose from and over half of them are those target date funds. And then you have another guaranteed fund. So it's really very limited in what you can choose. So it can look like more options than it really is for it you. It can right? look like more options. Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, so, but, but, but you do get the ability to, to add more and contribute more. And you do have a, 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 an option of just having one account instead of trying to manage two separate accounts. So if you roll it to your um, current employer's 401k, that doesn't limit your contributions on that at all. It has, doesn't have any effect on it. No, so it's the same nineteen five okay. or 
or gotcha. uh, what's it? Uh, twenty six five. If you're yeah, if you're uh, 20, over fifty. Twenty five five. Yeah, if you're over fifty. I see. Okay. So um, so yeah, so it doesn't so it doesn't limit you on, on that end, but it, it your investment choices are limited. I may be wrong, but it sounds like so far you are leaning towards the IRA in your opinion. You know, I, I lean more towards the IRA because it does give you the ability just to be more diversified, be to actively manage your account. Uh, there is there are or there is another pro to a four hundred one k. But before I say that, is if you were going to take any type of if you were going to take early distributions, um, you can take a loan out of your four hundred one k. You can't necessarily or really take a loan from your IRA. Oh, I see. Those are those are just straight distributions. So there could be some. You know, that could be some pros behind there. You have to weigh the options with which one makes sense or not. But like any other loan, you have to pay it back. So you're basically paying yourself back. And then it gets taxed again when you it's not a tax. It's not a tax, uh, uh, a tax deduction, that loan. That's right. Um, that you're okay. paying your, the interest that you're paying yourself back. And then when you retire, you're paying taxes on it all over again. So it, it's a it's a nice little tax game you're playing with yourself. But at the end of the day, it could be uh, more opportuni- opportunistic for you to take a loan out versus a distribution. I see. But but again, you 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 shouldn't be looking at your retirement accounts as a form of a piggy bank anyway. Exactly. Right. So right. That's, that that should really be last choice in case you know every other option has been exhausted. You have exhausted. You have this. You have this account to choose. Yeah, leave that but, alone and check out. Yeah, as you said, other options uh, besides a credit card. <laughs> besides a credit card, yeah, not that, <laughs> not uh, that. Oh, but I, yeah, but I do lean towards you know looking at an IRA because again, it gives you the opportunity to be very creative and have a really tailored investment strategy um, that's customized for yourself. We're looking at what to do with your retirement savings and your former employers. And, of course, that employers could be employer apostrophe S or employers apostrophe. <laughs> because, you know, we've all, I mean, you know, not many people did like my dad and work for the same company his entire career. That, that, was, a, that was a common thing in the day. Now, there, was a, yeah. there was a loyalty going both ways. And, you know, that's changed. And people do move around more with jobs. So it's something a lot of people are dealing with. Uh, Mo Param is, as I mentioned earlier, a partner and financial advisor with the firm Cloud Vesters, and you can check out the website. It's cloudvesters.com. Cloud and then Vester like an investor. Cloudvesters.com. All right, and the third option is I, I already think I know how you feel about this, but now if you need a big <laughs> lump sum for some reason, pull all your savings out. That's right. That is the the last break glass in case of emergency. This is yeah. uh, this is by far um, my least favorite option. Um, but it is an option. It's something you can do. You can actually just pull and liquidate that account. Um, now, you, if you do that, you have to realize that uh, you will be paying taxes, mm-hmm. especially if this is a, um, a traditional 401k. You will be paying taxes on the entire amount that you've pulled out. So if it's a hundred grand in there, uh, you that year. So if you pulled it out in 2020. 2020, you made an additional hundred thousand dollars of yikes. income this year. Uh-huh. Yikes! Yes, that's a big yikes. Yeah, and that hundred thousand, uh, what some people don't realize is that that gets taxed at your highest tax bracket. So whatever your highest tax bracket is, sure. that's where that hundred thousand is getting taxed at. So it is a it is a hefty hefty tax. And if you're if you are 
uh, under 59 and a half, that's also a 10% penalty. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah that, it's, a, it's, an, it's an early distribution. I mean, that has to be a major emergency to do that. That is definitely the not it, the winner it, here today. That is that is not the winner. You do not get the rose. That, that is not. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, I mean, and I know you deal with this a lot. I mean, especially when you're meeting with clients, um, and if especially if they're close to retirement, they're starting to think about this. Oh, man, I need to do something here. There, I've got a bunch of those out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first thing we, we, we do is, you know, we, we, we breathe. We tell them to relax. We'll, we'll take care of this for you. But let's at least, if you're not sure, let's at least go ahead and call your former employers. Uh, you should be getting statements, at least quarterly statements or at least annual statements for these accounts. So hopefully, you know, they have your new address if you've moved. Uh, but if you if you if you aren't sure exactly, you know, how much is in these accounts, what we will do is we'll set some time um, for us to just dedicate you know 30 minutes or so and just call your former employers let's get a sense of what 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 how much do you have in these accounts what these accounts are get some statements and at least put a game plan together of how we're going to address it so at least we know exactly how much we have and then we'll put together a strategy of whether it is let's roll it over into your current plan should we doing some i should we just roll into an ira should we do conversions you know what should we do I'm probably going to lean on let's not cash it all out. Mm-mm. But again, but again, we'll, what we'll do is just put together a game plan for you. So it's not as complicated as it may seem, even if you have five or six. It's just more time consuming. Yeah. But what we do for our clients is just make that uh, that uh, process as easy and streamlined as possible. Okay. Well, um, and I'll, I'll say this is in Mo's opinion. The winner is... IRA. <laughs> um, that yeah. seems to be that kind. I I I think I feel I I know what you're saying there. I I know why you're feeling that way. It seems to be the best option. People like control. Yeah. You know, people like to have some control over their as much control as possible of their finances and really of their retirement. So the IRA gives you much more control than other vehicles because you do have the ability to really customize the investment strategy, the allocations, the active management within the within the IRA. Well, that's that's great, Mo. I mean, you you bring something new to the table every week. Uh, every time we get together, I should say, on this podcast. So, good stuff today once again and you're you're right on with what a lot of people are dealing with because yeah. nobody has that one job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the pensions. They're, they're no longer around. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and so the, the, the sooner you get a grasp around, you know, what your strategy is going to be, the better it is for yourself and a better and a better is for us. So we can put those plans together for you. All right. Great conversation, Mo. Of course, we will do it again very soon. That is our podcast number 11. We are veterans now. We are veterans. Universe. And you got to <laughs> like it. You got to share it. You got to rate it. Tell everybody, tell your friends and family to check out your finances untangled. Well, we'll do this again soon, Mo, and you'll bring something once again new to the table for us. I will. I will. I'll do my best. All right. Thanks for checking us out on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. 
information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Moparam nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.